1: Welcome to the Commonwealth Bank's Global Economics and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Joe Caperso and I'm the Head of International and Sustainable Economics Research Team. Today I have uh, with me Carol Kong. Carol is an economist and a currency strategist in our team. Carol and I will talk about the global economic outlook and the implications for the major central banks over the next 18 months. But before we get to Carol, I'll just start with a quick recovery, So a quick overview of our new forecast for the global economy. So we expect the global economy to expand by only 2.4% this year and even less, 2.1% next year. Those numbers are both quite weak and they compare with the long-run average growth in the global economy of 3.7%. So it's not a particularly good global economic backdrop for a small open economy like Australia. As I said, I've got Carol with me here today. Carol, let's start with the Chinese economy. It's no exaggeration to say that the Chinese economy uh, has been quite disappointing uh, so far this year. Uh, How fast do you expect the economy to grow this year and next?
0: Yeah, that's right, Joe. Um, after a strong post-zero uh, COVID recovery in the first quarter of this year, uh, it's looking like the Chinese economic recovery is losing momentum. And in fact, uh, the recent key economic data that we've got over the uh, past two months have been weak. Um, and definitely uh, disappointed market expectations. Domestic demand uh, in particular, which uh, was thought uh, as a key driver of economic growth this year, uh, was pretty subdued. The weakness in consumer demand really reflects the issues uh, that are going on in the property sector as well as you know, the government crackdowns in uh, the previous year as well. So as a result of all those issues we have now revised lower our GDP forecast uh, to now 5.4% in 2023 and 5.0% in 2024. Um, Downside risks remain uh, to the Chinese economy uh, and that's dependent on the policy outlook in particular, Um, but I think uh, the Chinese... So, So on that,
1: what are the Chinese authorities doing? To to, um, provide some support to the the economy?
0: Yeah, so the government did do a number of things, particularly on the monetary policy front. Um, So in early June, they have guided uh, Chinese banks' deposit rates lower uh, to help encourage uh, spending in the economy, and that was followed by a number of cuts to policy interest rates and also lending rates. Um, And on the fiscal policy front, you know, we've got a few targeted and piecemeal measures to help support the property sector and consumer demand. And recently, uh, there have been some media reports saying that uh, the government is considering a broad stimulus package. Now, we don't know the details of that stimulus package yet, um, but I think any stimulus will be limited and pretty modest, uh, just given the government concerns about the high uh, local government debt. Excellent.
1: Thanks, Carol. It, it's, the financial markets have certainly uh, been waiting uh, for uh, some details on, those, um, on that uh, policy package.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, Joe, uh, let's stay in the Asia region and talk uh, Japan. So we know that for a while the stars have lined for the Bank of Japan to tighten monetary policy because we've got, you know, a pickup in inflation as well as inflation expectations. But it seems like uh, the Bank of Japan Governor Ueda is pretty dovish on the inflation and policy outlook. So do you think the case for a tightening policy in Japan is weakening right now?
1: I think it is. Uh, w- in fact, we, we don't think the Bank of Japan are going to tighten monetary policy uh, this year. I think it's going to be finely balanced, though. I, I prefer to think of it in this way, that the, the window for tightening is is narrowing. So if they don't do it soon, that they probably won't do it at all this year. Uh, and in particular, what's worrying me most about Japan is despite high inflation, high inflation expectations, we're not seeing a spillover into broad-based wage growth. So on the latest figures, uh, economy-wide wages in Japan are up only 0.8% in April compared to uh, last April. So that's quite weak, and it's just not consistent with Japan um, keeping inflation at the 2% target over the medium term. You need significantly more than that, something closer to, to 3%.
0: Right. So let's move on to Europe. Now, we know the European economy has experienced a technical recession um, in the first quarter of this year. And the recent PMI data for the month of June are also pretty weak as well. Nonetheless, uh, the European Central Bank President Lagarde uh, has hinted another policy rate cut is possible in July. And on our forecast, we're expecting two more 25 basis point hikes from the ECB and that will mean 450 points of rate hikes delivered by the end of this year. So what do you think the impact will be uh, on the European economy?
1: Well, the recession I think is just going to spread. So Germany is certainly in recession and I think France and Italy and Spain are are probably going to follow in short order. So it just goes to show the, the, the really difficult decisions that central banks all around the world have got to make. They, they know that um, economic activity is weak and the more they tighten, they're going to weaken it even more. Uh, but their number one priority is bringing inflation down. And um, central banks uh, in Europe um, are particularly concerned about um, high inflation expectations keeping inflation high for a long period of time and they want to do whatever they can to avoid it. And if the the cost of um, bringing inflation down is a recession, well, some central banks are definitely willing to to pay that price, and I think uh, the ECB is one of those central banks.
0: What about the UK economy? We know the UK economy is highly linked to the European economy. Do you think there will be a recession in the UK?
1: Uh, well, so far, the UK have missed a recession. I've got to say, only just. It's, a, it's not going to take many revisions to the economic data to, to put them into recession. But if you don't get those revisions, um, it's very, very likely that, that uh, the UK will experience a recession this year and, and uh, into next year. Uh, Interest rates are probably going to be the highest amongst the advanced economies in the UK Uh, sometime later this year. We think their policy interest rate is going to get something close to Mm 5.75%. And remember, it was only zero (laughs) 18 or so months ago. So um, it's, it's, I think the UK is going to be in, in, in a world of pain for, for quite some time. And unfortunately, the UK really do have the wage price spiral going. And that's the biggest fear of any central bank, is wages and, and inflation just feed on each other in an upward spiral. I think it's fair to say the UK is in that position right now.
0: That uh, means the risk of a slack fashion is also very high.
1: That's right. Of all the economies we look at, Uh, The UK is probably the prime candidate for for stagflation if they don't get onto this issue
0: very Mm. soon. So let's move on to the final um, economy, which is the US. Um, So we know the US economy has been extremely resilient, um, particularly in the labour market. So. You know, we haven't really seen much uh, loosening in the labour market yet, and inflation is also very high. FOMC uh, Chair Powell overnight said that monetary policy may not be restrictive enough. So what do you think Powell will take uh, the funds rate to?
1: So, And he also said it's not restrictive enough for long enough as well. That's right. So that's, that's really given us a hint that uh, you should expect one, maybe two, Uh, more interest rate hikes. I I think one is very, very likely, probably in July. Wouldn't be surprised if you get a follow-up in September or or November. Um, And this um, idea that it's not restrictive for long enough uh, is telling me that that they're going to be somewhere in in early 2024 before they even start considering cuts. I know the, the financial markets are very keen on pricing cuts, but Powell and, and others on the on the FOMC are really n- not keen of even thinking about cuts. They, they see they've got more work to do.
0: What and are the chances of a recession in the US then if monetary policy is not restrictive enough?
1: I, I think um, <laughs> I think the Fed will make sure it is restrictive <laughs> enough and, it's, and just like the UK and, and Europe, I, I think a, a recession, probably a shallow one, I- is going to be the most likely path in, in the US later this year and into early... Uh, next year. It's not going to be the sort of recession that we saw during the pandemic or during the GFC. They were you know, very, very deep um, in case of the GFC very long lasting. I think it's going to be much shallower, much shorter. But you're going to see the unemployment rate go up and uh, Powell has, has said he, he thinks the labour market's too tight so he's more or less saying the unemployment rate is going to have to go up to keep inflation uh, on a sustainable 2% path. Uh, So, Carol, let's stick with uh, North America. Um, Is Canada heading for a recession too?
0: Well, I think Canada is very likely to enter a recession similar to the US economy. I mean, you know... Similar to the US economy, the Canadian economy is also very resilient in the face of the Bank of Canada's aggressive interest rate increases. I think the resilience um, of the Canadian economy means that a recession is going to happen later, um, perhaps in early 2024. The issue with the Canadian economy is that household consumption is very strong. Um, Core inflation as a result is also very sticky at a very high rate. That is definitely a concern for the Bank of Canada. um, And we know that in June, they have resumed hiking following a two-meeting pause. So as a result, we're now expecting the Bank of Canada to follow up with one more hike. um, And that will take the policy rate to a peak of 5%.
1: Well, thanks very much, uh, Carol, for for joining us today and thank you to to our listeners too. You can read our full report titled Global Economic Outlook, which was published on the 28th of June 2023 on the combankresearch.com.au website.